Long before I started podcasting, I would record myself talking, usually just because I had a lot on my mind, something weighing heavy on my chest, plaguing my heart, and I needed a release. Now that I'm officially a podcaster, those types of scenarios just happen on more occasions than not. Although I've been pretty quiet this year in this podcasting space, the audios have not ceased. Here's one of several that I'll be sharing with you all as we wrap up 2021. It's 4.30 in the morning, December 1st, 2020. And I felt compelled to share something because I can't sleep. I've been up for about an hour and a half thinking about the fact that in 30 one days more or less it is going to be 2021 i think a lot of people are doing the same thing you know when you're on uh if you're on a social media platform every now and again you'll get those messages somebody will slide into your dm or somebody will post on their timeline, is anybody else up or is it just me? Many people are really lonely. And they're just looking for a connection. And I get it. I completely understand. I am in my family's house and I'm not alone. But the feeling of not having somebody next to you whose heart you can feel beating against your back or something similar, it's a real feeling, especially if you know what that feels like and you haven't had that in a while, you can feel the way. I think the term is lonely. But here's what I will say. I ask you to stay encouraged because what I don't believe in anymore is allowing anyone to take up space physically, mentally, spiritually in my life that really does not belong there and is only really around because of flesh intentions, meaning it's physical and that's it. There's no connection outside of the physical connection. There's no mental stimulation. There's no spiritual connection. It's just physical. I think that many people who operate in that space, this year has been the year where, you know, 
it's come to a, a, a point in which people are, are not able to like pretend like that's enough the way that they were before. There are too many distractions that could keep you in that space and you could be deceived as being content. You could look in the mirror and feel okay with that. And this year is, I think, the year, if no other year, where it's like, eh, that's just not working. So what do you do? What do you do? This is the year that you really should have been spending time to work on yourself. To figure out how you can identify and cultivate happiness within. And you don't have to have others pour into you through, I don't know, false, false um, connections, false positives, um, you know, empty, empty cases of emotions. How do you do that? I've been talking about it since uh, last year, before any of this shit really happened. Um, I had to go within heavy when I got into my accident, fell off a ladder, and was unable to walk for several months at a time and was confined. Um, that shit was pretty traumatizing for me because I'm not the type of person to be knocked off my feet, not only physically, but mentally. And I was, and it was very traumatizing. I had to look at myself. You know, I don't know when they say you've had an out-of-body experience. I had an out-of-body experience. I looked at myself. I could see one of my legs looked like it wasn't attached to the rest of me for a moment. It was in this awkward position when I landed. And I, I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm paralyzed. I'm alive, but I, I'm paralyzed. But I needed to snap out of it and check myself and find out if what I was saying was real. And thankfully it wasn't. I was badly injured ankle-wise, but I was, at, I was definitely not paralyzed. Um... But when you have these scary moments of reckoning, they leave an imprint. And at that time, I really needed to figure me out. How did I even get to that moment? 
What are all the choices I was making that brought me to that moment? What could I have done differently? What did I need to do going forward so that sort of trauma, I would never recreate that for myself again? I, I mean, I completely took accountability. Like, this is me. This is not anybody else's fault but my own. And I learned a lot about myself. Um, I was able to pour that out in a really interesting way. Part of that you all got in my book, For Should I? Shameless plug, available on Amazon, yada, yada. Um, but there was just a lot of self-reflection and demons were faced. Now, here's what I will tell you. I don't have it all figured out. I'm not here to preach the gospel according to Naima. I'm not on that. But what I will say is I have learned a lot and I don't believe that it is valuable to learn if you do not impart the knowledge, share it with others. Well, then what was the purpose of learning? Keeping it all inside is selfish and I'm just not that type of person. That moment taught me what it actually means to sit down and count your blessings. Because it's either you go in the positive direction of staying, um, staying, keeping afloat, if you will, keeping your head above water, staying in a space of still being able to visualize something good to come ahead in the future or you can just give up and sink um i chose not to give up i chose to see the cup as half full instead of half empty and that choice has resulted in my new mantra, which is, my cup runneth the fuck over. Because at the end of the day, my life has so many moments of blissful blessings, miracles, even in the worst of moments, I'm still able to identify where the miracles took place. Where even when I was in a very sunken place, I was still excelling. And I can really see it for what it is and see it as such. I'm not faking the funk. I'm not trying to like put up a front. It just is what it is. Case in point, when I fell, the ladder literally just started to slide 
down and I was at the very top of that ladder getting ready to get onto a platform and it happened so quickly but yet so slowly and when it started like to slide I think it was like a level of disbelief like this is not moving and once it finally became obvious to me that it was happening and I tried to gather myself I was able to do so and position myself for the fall so that I protected my face my basically my body from like I don't know slamming head first into the ground that was a miracle my chin hit the ground and was bruised but there was no internal impact and so it was like a flesh swelling that healed very quickly I was I was amazed even days afterwards and just sitting there after the shock had worn off I was like wow you're in a lot of pain you're absolutely swollen you're on crutches but this could have been so much worse and it wasn't and then you had people there instantly that were able to help you medical assistance family friends that were really able to help you in those first few days to get back to a space where like at least you you weren't depressed you did not fall into a depression those first four days i think for anybody who goes through something traumatic physically it's really critical so like that experience i think and everything that happened thereafter it prepared me without me even realizing for what was to come which was a freaking global pandemic a year later not even a full year later i had gotten to a point where i was starting to be like mobile again able to travel again and was just kind of getting into the flow of getting back to the city, taking on projects, working with clients. And then COVID happened. And I was literally like, what the fuck? How do I build myself up? And then this shit happens. And the difference, of course, between the fall of 2019, is what I call it, the fall of 2019, and the global pandemic of 2020, is that the fall of 19 happened to me. And I went through it, you know, by myself and the global pandemic was all of us at the same time impacted various ways but just still impacted confused 
traumatized, um, limited, all of these different things. And we all were feeling it together. It was like a collective sigh of disbelief and heartache happening across the world. And even if you weren't impacted directly by the virus itself, somebody you know absolutely was and is. And furthermore, there's an impact economically that it just, I don't know, nothing like this in our modern day history has ever happened. So even if you want to isolate that feeling of, of knowing somebody else feels the same way, it can't be denied. This is the year of the feels, the year of the feels, like raw, direct emotions of feelings, nerves exposed so fucking much. And so what do you do? I definitely had a moment that I can remember in particular this year where it just seemed like nothing that I was working on was resulting in anything lucrative. Money, progress as far as like getting from A to B, family issues. It just, it just seemed very dire. I remember in my head just not feeling at all like I wanted to to do anything. I just felt defeated, defeated. And I remember picking up the phone and talking to one of my girls and she said to me, listen, this is coming from Kristen. She said, listen, I get it. She said, but I made a decision that every morning I would make a conscious decision to choose to be happy despite everything else in the world going on that's kicking our asses. I decided, no, today I'm going to be happy. I'm going to choose happiness. And she was like, as a result of that choice, I make a list mentally of what I can do to be happy today. And then I work towards getting that done. And I took that as like one of the biggest takeaways. And I was like, that is a fucking word. Choose happiness. Be intentional. And so... I'm sharing that with you guys because it was shared with me and it made a big difference. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing than to actually do it. 
And when you do something over and over, it turns into a habit. I believe they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. I believe that you must double that time. So it takes 42 days for that habit to become a lifestyle. And so I know it's been more than 42 days since her and I had that conversation. But consciously and unconsciously, I formed the habit of choosing happiness. So when I get up, I'm like, all right, we're going forward today. We're pursuing happiness. This is what's got to go on today. And I get my list in order. Usually there's already a list waiting for me because I'm a post-it queen. I have post-it notes. I invest in them. I think they're really important. They help keep me on track. And so I go and look at my list from days prior, figure out what I've accomplished, throw those post-it notes away. What I haven't accomplished, those post-it notes are brought to the forefront. And then I start to make new notes and I just work through my list of to-dos. And there's some days where I'm distracted, some days where things that are not on the list come up that require my immediate attention. You know, we shift, we pivot, we do what we've got to do. But at the end of the day, you're doing something and it's productive and it's constructive and it matters. You matter. Your energy, your contributions to this world, they matter. In between the work, what are you doing to take care of yourself? For me, what that looks like is cups of tea, cups of hot water infused with either ginger Sometimes a garlic, ginger, pepper mix, immune system booster. Sometimes just water and some vitamins. Sometimes just a bottle of water to stay hydrated. Sometimes my favorite tea along with a little bit of my favorite non-dairy creamer added and some honey and maybe a snack while I work through. It's the little things. It all adds up. And if you're consistent and you're you're tailoring your your space where it, it looks and it feels good, you've got maybe some incense burning, a Palo Santo stick, lit your favorite candle in the corner burning giving you whatever scent you prefer to keep your nerves calm despite the notifications and the news feeds of just constant drama because that shit is not going to stop it's not but you can control how tapped in you are to the drama You really can. 
and um, connections. Who are you connected with? Who are you allowing to connect with you? Who do you allow into your life? Who takes up your time? Who do you text back and forth with all day? Who do you spend time on the phone with? Those things all play a hand in managing yourself accordingly. How do you find happiness through this mess? Those are the types of things that I want you to think about as you enter into the first full day of December 2020. Because I know there's apprehension, a feeling of apprehension that may be starting to poke its head out. If for some reason these were not things that you were doing all of 2020, especially during the time where we were on lockdown and shelter in place and things of that nature, I, I highly suggest that you get into that headspace and try and figure some things out. The goal for me is to always feel like my cup runneth the fuck over. Some days I feel like that and some days I don't. But because that is a real goal, a real lifestyle that I want to embody every single day, I am consistently committed to that thought process and I'm working towards that every day. And not only does that mean that I'm working on it for myself, but I'm working on it for my community, my community of family, my community of friends. I want to be in that headspace because I promise I'm at my best when I'm in that headspace and it makes me a better part of my environment the people who I interact with. That mindset is why when I go out and I interact with strangers, whether it's the grocery store, the gas station, wherever, I can still give off good energy and receive it and acknowledge it and appreciate it. You'll swear that you're not affecting anyone but yourself, but I promise you, we're all connected. So you really are affecting others around you, strangers alike. Work on yourself so that you can really embody the the thought process of my cup runneth the fuck over. Work on what you need to work on. Ask for assistance. There are so many people who have a lot and just want to feel useful and can really help. There are people who just, they have the skill set to connect and help in whatever capacity, but they don't believe in themselves because nobody is is tapped in to them. Ask for help. 
you never know who will see it and who will feel rejuvenated. Maybe they're in a low space and that ask for help and them being able to, to rise to the call and assist spiritually, you've elevated them. We really are all connected. I'm wishing you all so much peace.